Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, to On The Pitch podcast. My name is Adam Zuccarelli. Serge. Maddie Hansen. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the Canadian Premier League final uh, between Hamilton or Forge FC and Halifax Wanderers. Um, player of the Year nominations, um, goal scorer, uh, the Golden Glove nominations, the Coach of the Year nominations, the Best Under-21 Canadian Player of the Year. And then obviously the Golden Boot we already know. Um, in uh, Kim Garcia and then after that we are going to be breaking down individual teams starting from the bottom of the standings with FC Edmonton how was Kelowna good it's good it's nice <laughs> do anything crazy better weather no good Maddie. Yeah, everything's your, good uh, yeah you good good vacation sorry we've been away for a little while but uh, you know vacations personal life stuff like that but we're back we're here to talk and uh, yeah absolutely blame everything on Adam it's completely his fault he is um he's working now so he's he's, he's a big man now he's a big man anyways, a big anyways big game today it was the finale of the island games a huge surprise for one of the teams in the final halifax who we literally said a month ago were the ghost team for us and they came out of nowhere fairy tale i think it's literally a fairy tale None of their guys were ranked, except for Akeem Garcia was the number eight ranked. Rampersad wasn't ranked. Yeah, well, he came out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere. Shala came out of nowhere, center back. Oxner came out of nowhere. Is it a surprise that uh, Forge won again? No. I was right. Well, you were right. From the start. Um, Yes, yes, yes. I think, I honestly still thought Calvary were the best team going into the Final Four. They just, they couldn't get it done when the pressure was on. Forge just kept winning, kept getting the results. Halifax, honestly, thought was the number one team going into the Final Four. They were going on a high horse. Um, even yeah, going were, into the they game, they, they came out hot. They came yeah. out flying. Um, Pacific were playing good. Pacific they were doing a, really good. They beat Halifax last game of the, the group. Halifax game, started nil. their bench. <laughs> ah, it doesn't matter. It's 5-0. Yeah. The teams are that was That was a great game, though. They scored some great goals. Um, but, yeah, regardless, still, the Halifax came out flying in the final. Uh, a great 45 minutes. They had the wind at their back. And and Forge just kept up with it. They kept up with the pace. They're able to keep the ball in the net. And as soon as the second 45 started, Forge just pushed the pace. And Halifax could not do anything about it. They had an under 50% pass accuracy. Could not keep the ball out of their half. Their center backs looked like they wanted to faint. They did not want to <laughs> be there. Oxner struggled. That was probably the first game he's actually struggled. I think he's had. I think he's even one of the best goalies. Even Garcia, he he was ghost. Garcia could not. Well, they double teamed him. He's a small guy, and he's smart. playing against two huge center backs. Yeah, it's smart. Um, David Edgar got a yellow on him. That was the only one v one situation you know he had all game, oh, and that was a very professional, smart yellow card by David Edgar. Um, possibly a red, but it wasn't really going towards the net, but still a yellow. And Halifax, Halifax just couldn't do anything in the second half, and, and Forge took advantage of it. Unfortunate second goal. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Would he, like. As that's a keeper, that's like, why. You doing yeah, there? I feel bad for Oxner because he had such a great tournament. What and do you? He, he really put them into that final position, and a bad bounce goes in the back of his net, right. and that was a shot from half. That I've wasn't had, even like I've I've had goals like that go in. And yeah, yeah. No, we've seen, no, we well, played yeah, in yeah, games. Yo, yo, relax. Yeah. Um, but. Um, no, I've I've made that mistake before. Not that, like not like that. It's gone over. 
over yeah, my but head. you look at Not every professional bounce in front of you bounce like, in front of you that's a, that's weird and it wasn't yeah. a weird bounce like right? it didn't go in a different direction and the ball like, didn't move it just went straight I don't yeah know. it's it's not like he he was diving it went under his arm it looked more like he thought it was section. going out of bounds yeah it was weird because he didn't put his arms out to catch it but, he just bounced uh, and went under him that's more of like a blooper of the tournament kind of like uh, 89th minutes kind of like you weren't meant to win and mm-hmm. that's that's the situation but oh buddy whew, have yeah. I oh no tough, but it happens tough, to all tough, the professionals everybody everybody rips them apart but you know it just happens yeah so congratulations to Forge uh, yeah. you deserved it uh Back to back, back to back, two called years it. in a row. Serge got it right. Me and Adam Kyle took Decker the did not L. win Golden Boot. Akeem Garcia did win, but he is nominated for Player of the Year, uh, just as much as uh, Marcos Bustos and Akeem Garcia, as we've mentioned. Um, let's just talk about all three nominees. Uh, why they're there? Um, I'm gonna start off with Marco Bustos, um, and then you guys can choose whoever you guys want to discuss. Yep. Marco Bustos. He, uh, in my opinion, I think he should win Player of the Year. He because... turned into your favorite player, eh? Huh? He turned into your favorite player. Uh, one of them, yeah. one of them for sure. Like he's he is phenomenal. The, you know the the attack transition play, the attack, everything goes through him with Pacific. Um, he is such an exciting player, dribbling. His vision on the field. I don't know how he isn't playing in the MLS still. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think Whitecaps dropped the ball on that one. I think they let him go too young. Way too young. Yeah. He is good. He, he, he is scored so some good. phenomenal goals. And and last season, I, I you know I don't remember watching him that much. I mean, he was on Valor, wasn't he? Yeah. And and well, I guess they were they were Valor struggled they, overall. Yeah, they weren't the greatest either. But Pacific Pacific this year they they were good. It's not something you you're not going to just tune in to watch Pacific because they're a good team. He, when you watched, you're like, okay, I want to watch Marco Bustos. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he was sick. Mm-hmm. He's he such is, a good player. Yeah, he's way, unbelievable. Like I said, his vision, his ball movement, dribbling, everything. He is such a dominating player. He was one of the best players in the league, and that's why he's nominated for Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree with you. I think he was, he's the reason you would watch Pacific. Um, like I said earlier on in the earlier podcast, uh, Pamanu Ka, the coach of. Uh, Pacific there he, he he has the background with Marco Bustos he knows who he is he's played mm-hmm. with them um, with the Whitecaps Academy now he's coaching them and he knows what kind of player he is and he, what he brings to the field every game so he just let him be the free reign as a kind of a, a false nine um, and just let him do his own thing and, and look what he did some magical oh, yeah. goals um, getting in behind defenders creating a lot of chances for for his wingers and and they almost squeaked in there, right? But you know, some unlucky goals against, and, and that's what you get. So, I definitely think Marco Bustos deserves to be in the top three. I for sure would have put him there as one of my top three. Um, Serge, what do you think of Kyle Becker? Well, I thought he was going to be the top goal scorer, but personally, I don't. I mean, he had a good tournament. I think that um, I don't think he should be nominated. I think Manny from York At Nine Benicio? should have been instead nominated of instead of Kyle Becker. I think Kyle's there because his team did so yeah, well. I, I think not mm. just that. Like he 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 is the face of the team. He's been linked with MLS teams. He is as well as, as the a captain. Technical right? player. He is one of the best in the year. But when mm. you're talking about player of the year, you're talking about the best player of the mm. year. 
So yeah, I, I understand what you guys are saying. There's other nominations, but I still think he's. Oh yeah, you, you, he, I don't know. I don't you know. The thing, the thing for me though there, is, but yeah. I just think there's someone that should have been ahead of him. It should have been a, yeah, yeah. So you, I, maybe they're basing it off of technical ability, the way the team did everything. Um, but yeah, I agree. There are other players that probably should have got in mm-hmm. there. But you could also make the argument that Akeem Garcia. Yeah. You know, maybe he's only there because he is the leading Total goal scorer. Goal scorer yeah. But that, but you can't keep out a leading goal scorer, right? He's the he's one of the main reasons that Halifax got to the final. Well, I um, think you could. I don't think so, man. I think like, you'll win it just for that reason. Well, fan vote Syria Player of the Year, Paulo Dybala wasn't leading goal scorer, wasn't assist leader. But he plays for that's that. just a fan favorite, matter. though, right? Because fans love him. Doesn't, corrupt, doesn't, so. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, voted, to me, that wasn't an official vote. That wasn't an I official know. like uh, what's it called award. But that's because North America, you basically get this more than there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, you know, you got the journalists talking about how. So Paulo who's this voted for? By the fans? No, by it's, the, it's by, by, by journalists. By journalists? By journalists. Mm-hmm. They voted Paulo Dybala to be, oh, this? No, this. The, 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 CPL. the CPL one? I'm not entirely sure how, how the awards. It might, be, it might be the teams plus journalists plus a bunch of other stuff, executives, um, maybe players. They all vote. Um, but like I said, you know, maybe maybe he's only there because of technical ability and stuff like that. But you could also make the case that Akeem Garcia is there because of goal scoring. But yeah, there were so many players that easily it's hard to pick three, mm-hmm. right? The nominations it's, it's tough to pick three. Now, what's your uh, what's your projection to who wins it? Who wins the Player of the Year? Yeah. Oh well, I think. In my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, I give you the I'll give you my order how it should go one through three. I think Bustos, Becker, and then Nakeem Garcia in in literally the order that of the picture that they posted on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Marcos uh, Marco Bustos was the best player of the year. Okay, I'm a little bit different. I go Kyle Becker wins it. I put uh, Akeem Garcia is my number two, just from his Marco goals alone. Bustos. Marco Bustos is my number three. Um, Marco Bustos technical ability and his presence on the field is why he's on this list. Um, Arkeem Garcia gets number two because of his goals and Kyle Becker I just think his overall talent and what he brings to the team and Forge's success is why he wins it and then that would make two Forge players back to back years player of the year Tristan Borges yeah. got it last year Serge? I think Garcia will win it just well first things first because he's got the most goals and second because I think his importance to Halifax is a lot higher he's more important to his team than Kyle Becker and oh, yeah, Bruce yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good. That's actually a really I think good the point. reason they, they don't. Are, I don't think Halifax scores goals without him. Eh? Yeah, exactly. They don't, don't create think anything there without him. So well, I was like before the final. Um, I looked at the roster and I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Forge's roster. <laughs> and I'm, you're looking at the names. And they started with Anthony name, Novak on the so bench. Stacked. Yeah, they Anthony are, Novak you look on the, the names bench. And you're like, hey, you may not know some of the players. But you have definitely heard their heard names, names yeah. even if you're just a casual watcher. Mm-hmm. These are names that are always brought up back mm-hmm. day in, day out. Cavalry, Forge, players on those teams are brought, like their names are popping up every day mm-hmm. when it comes to the CPL, right? So so when you look at the team, their roster, now, I, yeah, that's a good point. Akeem Garcia, if, you, if you're watching Halifax, what are the names you know, right? Akeem Garcia, Rampersad. And um, Brazilian. João Morelli. Morelli. Mm-hmm. Those are the three, mm-hmm. right? Those, those, those are the three names you know off Halifax. Yeah, there might be a couple others that are you know hit and miss per person. But when you look at Forge, there are so many names. Well, that's why I think it's important on 
who's voting for this. If it's the fans, then I think Becker has higher chance. a higher chance of winning just because more people know him. So they'll just vote for the name that they see or that they recognize more. But if it's like players, if it's players and GMs, and it's players and GMs and, and they might look like at that. it differently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The importance of the team. Do you yeah. think anybody got snubbed out of the Player of the Year nominations? Proper Manny. Um, so you think really. Manny Aparicio should have should have got a look into there? Maybe uh, what's his name, Acuna. Javier Acuna, Acuna from Atletico yeah. scored a couple goals. He, Big I game. honestly think overall, technically, he's the best player in the league. Um, for technical ability, technical ability, yeah. yeah. I think next year, if he stays with the squad and we get a full season out of him, we're absolutely going to see how amazing he actually is. And um, they're oh, oh, by the way, they were talking about this. This could be interesting. Actually, you know what? We'll bring it up at the end. We'll bring it up at the I end. I think my other, I don't know, it's a little bit biased for me because I keep raving about him. My favorite player, Andre Rampersand with Halifax. Um, even the commentators are raving about how important he is to that squad, everything he brings to the team. His passing ability, his possession ability, his defensive ability, and I think so he's, he's going to bring buddy. that. That's he's, your best friend. he's pretty much my best friend. We hang out quite often. Uh, I just texted me the other Yo, day. Oh, I just got a text from him. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think we're actually going for a couple of beers later. So when he gets out of uh, quarantine, there. So um, now down to Golden Glove. Uh, I think Ox, there's chances of just honestly put. Oh, well, let's let's say the nominations. So we have oh, Caleb Irving out of Pacific. Christian Oxner from Halifax and Tristan Henry from Forge. Henry wins it. Abs- honestly, though, Tristan Henry absolutely wins this. Not even a, not even contested. Um, Christian Oxner, I think, would have won this if it, if he won today. Well, yeah, obviously, you, you just brought a team that finished last place last year yeah. to the final, and they they would beat if they had. They would have beaten the previous champion. Yeah, yeah they, of course, he would have won it. It wouldn't even been a question. Garcia wins it. Oxner wins it. You would have their whole it. squad, their coach, everybody, yeah, <laughs> everyone. They, Chris everyone. Insaw, the U twenty one player. Everything, yeah, everything. They, they would have won everything, yeah. but Tristan Henry has a, a shutout in the final. I think we had a couple Kyle shutouts. Irving. Show the guy some love. I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't honestly don't think he should be on this list. Is it a surprise? That Carducci is left off this list. That's what I was saying. I think no, Carducci should be over Kalen Irving. I, I don't think so this year. I don't think so. Really? I really don't think so. But if you watch the goals against them, they're not creative out of his fault. True. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But also, he... He... Last year... I'm, I'm going to base it off because... Uh, how do I explain this? I'm going to base it off the two years. So last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, outstanding. He never made very many mistakes. He cleaned up for his team. But that is also the right. backline helping him out too. This year, it's not as good backline. He didn't stand out, and because he didn't stand out, maybe that's the reason why Cavalry Cavalry didn't go as far. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, he, his distribution, his shot stop, and you could say, yeah, the goals weren't his or timely fault. saves. But you could say you could sit there and say, maybe he should have had two, two, maybe he should two. have made two yeah. saves. Maybe you should have made three say the goals against. Yeah, okay. Let's say let's say they have ten goals against, mm-hmm. right? But it's even maybe I I understand where you're coming from. Goals yeah. against, it's even even not even the goals against. It's also maybe one of those one or two clearances he should have had. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. that stops a counterattack, that cleans exactly. up a counterattack. It's those little things that will, you know, help your team out, help your yeah. defenders out, so they're not sprinting up and down the field. So you like can actually settle down yeah, the game, right? I, I, you know, I, to me, I honestly think he should be on the list over Caleb Irving. I think, I think but. for for technical ability and 
um, and everything like that, I think he's on the list. Mm -hmm. But if we're basing it off of performance this season, Mm -hmm. I don't think he did enough. Just mm-hmm. like uh, Connor James, obviously. You look at the goal FC Edmonton, the goals FC Edmonton let in mm-hmm. for any of them. Connor James's fault. He's the only Dylan reason Talley, they didn't get nine goals against. Not them. a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. But at the end of the day, maybe if they make, maybe if the goalkeepers make one or two saves, that was the biggest critic when we were playing college. You got coaches coming up to me and saying, "Hey, we need you to make that extra save." I'm like, "Well, yeah, out. It would be nice to it make that happen. extra save, but unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't get to the ball. You know what I mean?" But mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's your job as a goalkeeper to stop the ball. And mm-hmm. if you can't save it, then maybe there was something you could have done. Maybe a half step to the right, half step to the left. Maybe, you know, so maybe Carducci, a couple of those goals, he had to save to get into the list. Mm-hmm. Right? Do I think technical ability? Yeah, he needs to be on the list. Mm-hmm. But So that's 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 where we're thinking this number is for the Golden Glove, Carducci. But it's respective list. I still think Tristan Henry takes it home over anybody. It should just be a one-man list, honestly. It's not a doubt, you know. Um, going into Coach of the Year, we have Coach Bobby from Forge, Stephen Hart from Halifax, and Mista Mista, Mista Mista from Atletico Ottawa. What do we Mista, think of this Mista. list, Serge? I want to hear from you. I think Stephen. I don't know why Mista Mista is there. <laughs> yeah, oh, honestly. come on, show some respect. I mean, no, oh, hold I on. Get... Wait, 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 Show some respect to the guy. First things first, the team was announced in January. Secondly, they threw, they only had, I think it was four players. If I'm not mistaken, they only had four players signed by the end of March. March. Okay, if the okay. season started in yeah, April. Yeah, it's half the squad. You're good to go. Oh, yeah, half the squad. Half yeah, the oh, yeah. They literally threw the team together in one month, 30 days. They they were signing players. Boop, 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 popping up. At left, right, center. They're pulling players out like daisies. They threw it. They slapped the team together. They're like, okay, we're going to throw a team together. They finished better than FC Edmonton. What does that say? What FC Edmonton's uh, Well, coaching? let's leave FC yeah, Edmonton until after. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I, I think about it for a I second. Have, we were discussing this earlier. Yeah, How is Mista on this list? I'm not sure. First year coach, that's probably why he's on the list. Yeah, but if I think if you don't make it into the top four, you shouldn't be on that no, list. No, I think I think Pamaduka from Pacific got absolutely snubbed from this list. Absolutely snubbed yeah, from this list. Yeah, it could be a snub, but yeah. honestly, in my opinion, to throw a team together and do be so successful, it's it 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 is tough. His first year coaching in the Canadian Premier, he has no clue. The guy's never been to Canada. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't speak to half the people in English. Yeah, right? you know I mean? He's got to have the translators guy, in, think about in this Spanish. It was probably Atletico uh, home team that sent him over. They're like, hey, go figure it out. Yeah. We just bought this club. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we just started this club we, in Ottawa. We just started a club in go Ottawa, Canada. Out, and the guy's like, what did like, you just say? Here's some money. Get some players together. Does Let's he go. know for like this? You think he speaks English? <laughs> well, he has to speak English. He probably has like three translators in the room, hey? He probably does have translators. And his buddy Javier Acuna, he's like, hey, man, I need you to help me out here. He he has to speak English, obviously, but has he been to Canada? Oh, so he was with TFC for one for one season mm-hmm. for nine games. So he, he was here for two I, weeks. He was just at uh, Atletico? Atletico. He was with Real Madrid C, B, went, well, grew up in Real Madrid, uh, Madrid's academy. Okay, then, played for then Valencia. He, then he definitely shouldn't be on that list. He, he, as a coach, you can give him any team. The guy's Is this way coaching more or playing, though? 
Is that, is that coach? Because he's got way more. If that's coaching, he's got way more experience than anybody. No, that's in the not league. coaching. That's, oh, playing. that's playing. What about his that's coaching? Oh, this what is about his coaching? first team he's ever coached. What about coach? Okay, but where? Okay, then I'll, so give, I'll played, give you that. Yeah, so you're telling me Atletico Madrid sent a first year coach to go to go do a club they just oh, bought with with play. He's never been to Canada besides the nine games he played for TFC. So he they just thought because he's been here yeah, for, he played for, for two months, the they career, sh- he should be a coach? He played nine games in 2010 for So what TFC. did he do from 2010 to now? He had to coach somewhere. 2010 to now, he did absolutely So you sitting at home drinking beer, and then Atletico Madrid, Madrid called him up and said, no, hey, he come coach. He had to have been like something in uh, their yeah, academy or something academy like that. He's got to be an academy coach. Okay, hold on. At which point, Mista began working as a coach at the youth level, first with Valencia, then Madrid-based Rayo Vallecano. So, okay, so... Yeah. Uh, His his CV is way better than anybody here. Not necessarily. He's never coached at the professional level. So you got a guy who's never coached at the professional level with the men. But I'm sure his coaching licenses and all that stuff is higher than anybody here. So getting a team, you know, like you said, slapped together and done something, I think. But he's never coached an actual first season in a professional Okay. And... He's barely been to Canada, so he doesn't know the playing style. He doesn't know the rough, rugged. I think Stephen Hart should win. We absolutely okay. Mista, just snip him off the list. He's gone. He's Shouldn't like my sixth coach. <laughs> like I would even <laughs> pop, put him top five. He's Are like my not sixth coach. Seventh, just up, just he's just no. above Jeff Paulus. That's oh. it. <laughs> I would say just above. Yeah. He's got his, you know, he's, he's on his own island out yeah. there. Jeff Paulus. Anyways, so so Serge thinks Stephen. Why 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 do you think Stephen Hart? Well, they finished last. Um, last year, yeah, and then the final this year. So that transformation, I think, puts and them, the way they played, and the way they the played, transition. and all that stuff. I think, um, oh yeah, Forge won it last year. They're back in the final this year. I mean, there's really but, their improvement is way bigger on the Halifax yeah, than on the plus. Not to mention, nine players out of the eleven were the same starters as last year's final. Yeah, so that just shows that he he grew the guys that he had. Exactly. Didn't have to go and buy a bunch. Also, Didn't have to go change his entire there team. There was a tweet. I want to bring this up right now, talking about coaches and 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 stuff like that, and players. And and since we're on the topic of Hamilton, um, Pius from BTB Academy tweeted how um, majority of the players on that Forge team grew up are were um, developed in the Sigma Academy, which is not a sanctioned academy. Okay, okay. so. They, they were brought up in a non-sanctioned academy, and we have non-sanctioned academies in, in, in the city. You run one? The whole, the whole sanctioning is thing is one? just a joke. I, it's, honestly, my personal opinion, is just a way for ASA to make money. And CSA. And CSA. That's mm-hmm. all it really is. Let the people coach. Let the players So it's play. just a proof. It's just proof that Bobby, Bobby Smiriotis, he, he coached them with Sigma in a non-sanctioned academy. And now he has coached them to back-to-back so here's the championships. Thing with, with ASA sanctioning, it's like they give you this essentially stamp of approval saying you're a sanctioned academy, but that doesn't really change anything in your own academy. It doesn't make you a better academy. It, make you no, it just gives you a yeah, piece of exactly. paper to hang on the wall exactly. that says that's, we approve you. So that's what I'm getting at. Like Bobby basically brought these players from an unsanctioned academy yeah. and just won the league twice with them. And now we got. You, there's always been this dispute. Gotta, I, I got to bring that up because like, People got to yeah. get that out of their heads. Canada's uh, the soccer in Canada is growing, 
and we have coaches here that are bringing players not from you don't need to you don't need to grow up in Atletico Madrid's academy to play for Atletico Ottawa and mm-hmm. become a professional player. You could literally be playing on the streets and Bobby could walk by and say, "I want this guy to play for Forge." Mm-hmm. Or you could have Jeff walk by and say, "I want this guy to play for FC Edmonton." Mm-hmm. There's this there's there's this stipulation that you have to play for a a, academy an academy somewhere. Professional academy, prof- develop under 10. a professional one, a sanctioned one. Mm-hmm. God forbid you could play for even, an unsanctioned or... What does that even mean, plane. sanctioned? Exactly. You're, you're okay? You're, you're okay to... You're okay to practice. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't get the whole. Thing, I just but wanted to bring that up. Yeah, absolutely. That's Still, a whole but back back to the back to the discussion. <laughs> so search thinks Stephen Hart from Halifax. I'm still thinking Coach Bobby from Forge. Um, I still think Tommy Wilden wins it from last year with Calvary. I think he did an absolutely phenomenal job. So yeah, understandable. I think you need to hop off of Calvary here. Like, anyways, seriously, you just win it this year. Is Calvary Bob, your buddy? You you want to move there? I'm a fake fan. Oh my god! He's a god. fake fan. He's a fan of everybody. You just hate Edmonton so much. I just can't support. I just love Edmonton. You just hate FC Edmonton. I kind of so wish much. Calvary played Even in Edmonton. Oh, I really wish they played <laughs> so in Edmonton. I'm, I'm just a fake fan. Anyways, uh. Coach Bobby, he's brought Forge to the finals twice. He has won twice. How he does not get Coach of the Year this year would not make any sense. I think he takes it away. Um, Stephen Hart's definitely the runner-up. Mista probably gets zero votes. Um, <laughs> I would I would vote for him. You would, because that's your... Yeah, yeah, I would. I, I would what? Are you going to teach him English too? That's my buddy. Jeez. Um, we want to do next... Next award would be the best under 21 Canadian player in the league. We have Bonzo nominations. Oh, uh, Chris Nsaw playing for uh, Halifax. Mo Farsi playing for my team, the Cavs. <laughs> and Julian Dunn playing for Valor. Mo Farsi. I think it's unanimous between all of us. I don't even have to Mo look Farsi. at you guys. I just know it's Mo, Mo Farsi. Farsi. This Mo guy was Farsi. one of the best players in the league this year. <laughs> he, was, down. he was top 15 player in the entire league, in my opinion. I, I would put him a little higher than that. I'll put him top five defender, maybe top three, top four. <sighs> top four defender. Um, under 21, I don't even, I think he's a top Kay. 10 player. Julian Dunn was sick. Yeah, he's unbelievable. He was sick. Do you think they get him back from Do you think think he was that much better than him? Yeah. Yeah, because... Yo, come on. What about Chris Novick? I feel bad for the guy. He, he has no chance of winning. When, when we're talking about Halifax, exactly. I don't know who that is. Remember we're talking about Halifax's roster? You're like... I don't even know who that you have is. Akeem Garcia, you have Rapper Sad, and that's all I know. He plays for Halifax. <laughs> you know that? Oh my goodness! Like who? What? Oh jeez. Anyways, Farsi I think I think I think Mo Farsi hands down. Julian Dunn would be a close one. Um, he had a great pairing with uh, Andrew Jean Baptiste and Valor. I actually really enjoyed Valor this year. They. They did really good at the start. Oh, struggled great. You're everywhere. Team hopping. Now you're going yeah. from Cavalry <laughs> to Valor. You'll never catch me saying this stuff about Edmonton FC. Too? Ever. He's going to go through everybody and leave FC out. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never say good things. Anyways, Mo Farsi, absolutely. Yeah, he's... The thing I want to talk about Mo Farsi on a, on a real note, though, is four teams passed up on this guy. He called four coaches saying, hey, I want a trial. Yeah, I just want to come. Sucked. I want to come have a practice. I want to have a trial. And it was even in the, in the documentary that CPL Soccer put out. Rob Gale would say, hey, there's a guy, Mo Farsi. Yeah, yeah, and, I remember And his, that, yeah. I don't know if it's his assistant or 
partner he said no whatever you know kind of no, thing we'll look at some established players or something along those lines hey, we want we want more stuff is he, he Rob Gale is he six foot four that's his question yeah because he's English yeah is he six foot four can, can you kill a guy with his studs Harry Maguire cleats? Yeah. guy just in the yeah. back oh, is it Harry Maguire else, but yeah. the ball and kick <laughs> yeah. long balls man Come yeah on. so so Tommy Wilden takes a chance on on Mo Farsi and yeah. gets in the starting lineup what chances there to take what do you mean? What chance is there to take? There was no chance to take. How the guy's an unbelievable player. Yeah, but nobody, everybody else passed up on right? him. Well, they obviously all passed nobody... him up because they don't know what they're doing. Obviously, well, clearly. Well, well, that's why. They that's why Tommy like... Wilden was number one. Well, coach on, last year. Did Forge pass up on him? I don't think they're one of the teams. Well, they, there you go. They won the league. The teams they I know. Him. The other teams should have been yeah. like, if Forge is not going in on this guy, I think we should go in on him. Well, uh, FC Edmonton passed up on him. Look how they ended up. Yeah. So yeah, we think we think Mo Farsi. Um, I actually think this is a great list. I wouldn't I wouldn't take any of these guys off. Yeah, Chris Novik's Nasahi. He doesn't even know who he is, bro. This, I, I honestly had no idea. I'm gonna be honest. I've watched like. I'm gonna be honest. Before just, today's game, you didn't know who he was. Before today's game, you didn't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think he only stood out for me once, where I recognized him on TV. I'm like, yeah, this guy's good, but it was only like one game. Every other game, I'm like, yeah, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. That's yeah. the thing. That's why you wouldn't put him in the award because he's not a guy who's gonna. Yeah, but the thing is, be the guy the on the team. The thing is, the guys that, the one player that should have been on this list. Mm. Wait, no, no, is Easton under twenty one? Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. I think 22. he's. I think he's twenty two. Hmm. I would ninety eight. I think regardless. he's a ninety eight. What? I wouldn't put him on the list. What man? You tell me he's better than Mo Farsi. Well, he he could be nominated. Yeah, but I think people like if you're on the list, well, there should be a chance for you to win, not just. Well, you think any of them are going to win over Mo Farsi? Maybe Julian Dunn? George going to toss him on the list for no reason? Just just so he's on the list? But still, I would... Listen, we can't have any FC player on any list this year. But whose fault is that? The coaches or the players? Well, we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. Absolutely. Here. I just want, keep, just want to keep giving another one. I think it all starts with the coach. <laughs> uh, best under-21 player, Mo Farsi. Probably a unanimous decision. Blah, 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 blah. What? Golden Boot. Akeem Garcia. It was close. Yeah, it was close, but uh, who were who? I who did you think? You thought Kyle, I said Becker. Kyle Becker. I said Easton. You said Taron Campbell. Yeah. No. Yeah, yes. No. You, oh, you, you said, said uh, Ryan you said Ten. You said, you said Ryan Telford. I said, said no. I said, said Jordan Brown. No, you, no, you didn't. didn't. I said you said Ryan. Well, don't worry. We'll go back. We'll that. Go back. You we'll said back. Ryan Telford. We'll go back. Ryan Don't. Don't. If we're right, we get to choose. Either like Ryan Telford or you said Ryan Telford. Adam has to do a punishment. No, You're you wrong. said Ryan Telford. I did. I said Easton Gear. I stared in the camera, and you said Ryan Telford. And you and you looked at me and said, "Is he even going to start?" I said, "Absolutely." Why would you not? He's their best player. Jordan Brown. No, you said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense, eh? Yeah, that's twenty push-ups for Adam. I'm pretty sure. Did I not say twenty push-ups? Yeah, you do it right now. Kind of. You can't. So lucky he's on a camera. Push-ups. Yeah, you're lucky there's no camera. We'll make sure he does it after. Um, Post on the story. I, I thought I said Jordan Brown. Nobody says Jao Morelli. Nobody said Marco Boost. Marco Puccio said five goals. The yeah. guy had five goals. And you guys are saying, eh. the guy had 19 shots. He was number one in assists. You're telling me he's not winning to player of the year? Well, he also he's had, not he's not he also had uh, two no, 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 goals seriously. and two assists. The guy had five, yeah. so. <laughs> five goals, three assists, 19 shots. What more do you want from him? He, he was second in goal scoring, number one in assists, number that one in his shots. Goal, his shot, uh, shot to goal conversion is 25%. You make me mad. That's pretty good. Not really, because Akeem Garcia and Marco Bustos had the same 19 shots each. Yeah, and how many goals did Garcia score? 
Six. There you go. There you He's go. better. Bustos had five. He's better. Yeah, but how many? How many assists did uh, uh, Garcia goal. have? He's, how many assists did Garcia's have? You don't need Garcia. to pass the ball when you score goals. Well, <laughs> boom bop. That's <laughs> fact. That's fact. That's not a hot take. That's not a cold take. That's a fact. Clean sheets. Fact. Tristan Henry five. That's why he's getting the golden glove, and that's literally that's what golden really glove slants for. That's the only way you can yeah. <laughs> judge a goalie. Clean Most sheets. shutouts. Well, I'm gonna put my head through the wall. Um, there's <laughs> there's, uh, there's not no word for a jab at me or not. Yeah. Hey hey hey. There's no there's no word for um, best defender of the year. Who would you put as your top three? <laughs> Is it even a question? Krutzen, Daniel Krutzen, or Zator, or who'd you put as number three? Maybe McLaughlin. Are you serious? Yeah. Over Peter Shala. Oh. He's. I think he's. I think he's a big reason why Halifax made it. What about David Edgar? No. Hmm. Nice. He's I don't. Cool. He's a great defender, but not a top three. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. What about Dominic Zator? You're telling me he's David oh. Edgar's better than him? No. Exactly. Technical ability? Yeah. Technical ability, Dominic Zator is the best defender in the league. Well, you know, I watched David Edgar score a goal against Brazil at Commonwealth when I was like 10. That's how old he is. <laughs> yeah. It was a sick volley, too. Canada beat Brazil. That's kind of weird you remember that. 3 2. We were the ball boys. I was like this 25 was like back years in my ago. inter days. I swear to God. He scored a sick volley. YouTube it. Everyone, who who is he playing it. for? <laughs> YouTube <laughs> it when you watch it. David Edgar. Pardon? Who is he playing for? Canada. Canada against Brazil at Commonwealth. It was like a friendly. No, I watched it. It's probably the best no, goal of the three no. Canada or two one. Canada. Yeah, it was. No, that ended one one. He tie, He scored the tying goal. I was there. I watched. Why it. are you talking about a game nineteen years ago? Yeah, because David Edgar was playing. They he tied one one. He scored a sick volley. How old I is thought, he? I thought they won three two, but whatever. no, it was prep for the two thousand two World Cup. Oh no, it wasn't that long ago, man. Must have been like two thousand six. I can look it up while we're talking about this. Sure. Let's talk about next subject. So I defenders, defend, I'm putting Daniel Crutzen. Are you saying Daniel Crutzen? I'll go with Zator. You think he's going to say somebody random? This guy can't even name six defenders. Well, Jeff put Easton as a fullback, so Easton... <laughs> so <laughs> His 12 minutes as a left back. Best one ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll go with Easton Ungaro for that one. Unanimous. Those are the best 12-minute oh appearance ever. Yeah. Why on earth? Why on yeah. earth? What is he like... Well, like talking about FC, let's let's get into a serious discussion about them. Yeah, well, um, I definitely didn't watch the one-one draw with Brazil in Edmonton in nineteen ninety. There you go, June fifth. I told you it's like three two two one. Canada won the game. I remember. I remember thinking like, holy crap, Canada's gonna win the World Cup. Yeah, never. Because they beat Brazil's D squad. I don't know. I don't know like what players were there. I remember Edgar scored. Okay. It was a sick ball. That would have been like two thousand eight. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it could be. Sometime around there, yeah. 2010 World Cup prep, maybe? Possibly. Something like that, I don't know. Okay, let's get on to uh, FC. FC. That'll be a fun one. It will. Um, we were kind of just trying fun. to uh, discuss yeah. what's going to be the makeup of next year. Um, is there going to be a turnover, an overhaul, I told you. new I management? Told you it's 3-2 Canada. New, Adam no, right. new coaching. Canada oh, can- oh, I knew the score was three two. You guys are still on this topic. I was right. Robinho. I told you, like they had some decent players. Okay, anyways, I saw him score. I just wanted fun fact. Dwayne Rosario. Fun fact. Anyways, fun fact. Serge watched a game twenty two years ago and Dave Edgar Bro, it was scored what, a goal. Twelve years ago. Was it almost twenty two? Close enough. 
Okay. Back to FC. Mista, mista. Oh. Um, yeah, we wanted to get into the makeup of what we think the roster is going to be made up of next year. If there's going to be new... Uh, Can I just read something real quick? New coaching. And what's wrong with the entire club? Because there are a lot of underlying issues yeah. that need to be resolved and in it, that club. And, it, and it, it's so clear now that it's from the top, from the top down. Because the thing is, when I was kind of thinking to me and Adam were going back and forth the other day, it's not the players. The players are different every year. So how are you going to blame players? The coach has been there for a long time. The management's no, been I, there a long I, and time. I wouldn't even... We were talking about that last time. And I actually thought about it because it's been like a month since mm-hmm. that episode came out. And I was actually thinking about it. Even if you take the coaches out of the equation, they've rotated through players and players and players. Every year. And different style of play because the way Colin Miller and the way Jeff are coaching these their respective teams. They are different formations. They are different setups. They are different styles of play. If you look at the record, you could separate them. Use Colin Miller as a separate. Use Jeff Paulus as a separate. The records show that they are simply losing. And they are simply losing. Why? Why are they losing? Colin Miller is a very, very, very good coach. Is he? Yeah, he is. The guy coached national team. The national team. You think Sean CSA Fleming? Sean Fleming did the same thing. Well, NTC, you, well, Sean, NTC, youth, all that stuff. You think Canada. Sean Fleming can't coach the FC Edmonton? Clearly not. He's well, the assistant coach there. Well, from and a they lot of passed up on him to get Jeff. Well, there's been a lot of uh, rumors that players. There's been a lot of rumors and developments saying that players preferred Sean Fleming's style of coaching over Jeff's. Well, it's because maybe undisclosed he actually, maybe players. Maybe he actually coaches and. I think my thing with Jeff is I think he's more of a fan of the league than an actual coach in the league. If you, but, I don't know if you guys, I don't even do you think, follow him on Twitter? But the thing is, the thing is, I don't even think it, it starts with him. I think it starts with ownership. Well, Tom Fath has no idea. He said that a bunch of times. Yeah. He has no idea about soccer. He just mm-hmm. hands everything over to Jeff. And, and, and Jeff is the next guy in line who has no idea about soccer but and then runs the show. But that's the thing. Well, like He knows. Well, you can't say he doesn't know anything. Well, they had he Jay does. Ball as general manager who's never involved in soccer before yeah, calling the show. Yeah, that was bad. But uh, he's the GM and coach right now. But I think it starts with it, with the with the the first things first. First things first. The team is underperforming. The players are underperforming. The coach is underperforming, and the ownership is underperforming. Well, you can't get fans in the stadium by losing games. Okay, you can't get fans in the stadium by losing games. But who say? Like, how are you supposed to get fans in the stadium? How, win. What do you? Well, I think you know what I mean. Here, so Tom Fath or FC Edmonton, I guess, but he was the one that wrote the message. Said, amongst other things, we will take a hard look at what needs to be changed or fixed or improved, and we will. We are planning to do that over the winter, all with an eye for the 2021 season. FC Edmonton, you want to start winning games? Here's what you need to do: you make a phone call to Daryl Cates and you say, "Hey, would you like to buy our franchise? Because we don't know what the hell we're doing." Wait, Daryl Cates, he, he doesn't know soccer either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, the the guy's got, got money. He's got the pocket behind group. him to do something. He's willing to... The you thing, know what, you know what FC Edmonton is for him? You know what FC Edmonton is to, to, to a, um, a billion... Oh, it's his lawn care for the year. Yeah, you know what it is? It's a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. It's a charitable donation. That $3 million he loses, he doesn't give a... Can't sell in the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I had to. I had to throw that was it literally there. the number one rule we had. <laughs> Adam broke the number one rule. Adam broke the rule. Well, don't worry. That's I'm another twenty it. push-ups. I'm gonna beep it. Don't worry. <laughs> I got heated. Adam's gonna do like three thousand push-ups today. To I got heated. heated. I got really He's getting heated. sweaty right now. But seriously, that's a tax write-off for him. Yeah, that is a thing, tax right the, thing, the biggest thing that people always forget is is football is a sport. Yes, it's amazing to watch, but professional sports is a business. It comes down to how are we going to make money, how are we going to get fans in the stadium, and how are we going to pay everybody. Yeah. The the ownership does not know how to do any of those things. They don't have a GM. Their coach is their GM. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, but they no, have no you president. Can't even say that because they a lot have of no the teams operations have a, manager. You can't even say that because a lot of the teams have a GM that is their head yes, coach. Yes, but they need a the who's their operations? Who's their president? Who's their who's overlooking the whole franchise? Oh, who's the overlooking whole, the GM? Who's, who's because Tom Fath yeah, is it? Who's holding, who's holding Jeff accountable? accountable? Exactly, okay, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. You need a president to be always be above somebody. Yeah, and the ownership is the one that oversees everything as a whole. The ownership doesn't know what they're doing. That's what so. I'm like as Serge said, they've passed everything onto Jeff. Mm-hmm. And he's the coach trying to look after a team while also looking at the business analytics Maybe that's an of the too. club. Maybe he's not that bad of a coach because Arsenal did the same thing. But he's doing Arsene too Fenger. much. They gave him too much to do, and then that's when the results mm-hmm. are going down he's, because he's focused on exactly. everything instead of just coaching the because team. Because as the yeah. role as a GM, he's also trying to scout a thousand different players yeah. to try and improve the team mm-hmm. while he's also trying to focus on his 23 players he has in front of him. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? That's way too tough of a task. I think... Maybe Jeff isn't that bad of a coach. Maybe we're giving him the hard end of the stick because he's underperforming and has for years. Okay. I think he's got to be a but little more competitive. But even if you give him yeah. one more year contract just as the coach... You're saying give him one more year. I think, I honestly, yeah, so because let's start, we bashed let's him say so the many times. Ownership stays first, first, um, uh, business, uh, first uh, what's it called? Order of business, coach. Mm-hmm. Does Jeff stay or does he go? If you're ownership, what are you doing? I would are you, still. Are you firing him after this up. season? It's a toss up. You, so you would fire him after this I'm season? Saying, or I'm you saying would I understand. I understand where he's coming from and why he could potentially be struggling as a coach because he's doing too much on his table. I would. I could. I, I could understand them letting him go because he has underperformed as a coach. If you're not performing, you're gone. It happens in every other sport, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think absolutely they need to bring in a legit GM. A legit president no, I to overlook president. I, would, I think you have to. I would think, you know, no, no. Because if you, if you look at professional sports in Europe, the coach literally is just the coach. I get and the that, title. And the title. He, it's a title. Yeah, yeah, so it's a title. So yes. basically, he is just a coach. He doesn't get to transfer players in. He doesn't get to transfer players out. In professional soccer in Europe, the GM isn't a GM. It's a board of directors that yeah. say, hey, let's go buy this player. You have a $150 million budget. Who are we going to buy? Kind of thing. Exactly. And it's a board of directors. Yeah. It is a group of people that work with the scouting department that say, hey, we need to buy this player. Um, we'll use Chelsea, for example. They just spent a, a millions, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Frank Lampard had no... Well, he might have had a little bit of... I'm sure say, he goes and says... He probably said, I want a left back, I want a right he's, back, I want, he, you know, yeah, kind of he thing. He probably says, you know what? I want a striker. And the mm-hmm. best striker to fit our system would be a Timo Werner type mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea go... Oh, you know, the board of directors sit him down and say, you know what? You want that player? We're going to get that player. And you know what else would work good with him? We think you need a winger. We're going to go get you Ziyech. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, but you know what? I think I think Kai Havertz would do really well with Timo Werner. And they go, okay, well, we're going to scout him for a bit. We're going to figure it out. He doesn't make the purchases. Mm-hmm. He just coaches the team. He basically says, says what he needs. I need this type of player. Yeah. I need this type of player. It's the same thing as hockey. The GM... Right, mm-hmm. so in soccer, it you don't you're not supposed to have one specific GM. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be a group of people making, making these decisions. decisions not one individual. Scouting department. Yeah. 
Who's FC Edmonton scouting department? Who knows? Do they have a scouting department? Who knows? I have no, no clue. Idea. We know a lot of people in FC Edmonton's organization. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a scouting department. I don't think they have one. No. You know what I they mean? have probably development coaches that go look yeah, at development youth clubs. Development coaches is Sean that, Fleming. The assistant coach no is the development coach. Yeah. Right? They had, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Vince, he was working with them before. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They, they, have, they don't have a scouting team. team. They board don't of directors have a to make board decisions. of directors Isn't to make Jeff decisions. Also, like the youth technical director as well, like the academy no, guy. Sean, or Sean, Sean, Fleming, no, Sean Fleming runs the under I think they just have their, their, their first team coaches doing too many roles. Yeah, that's just the focus thing. On th- I still think Jeff should go. Because this is the thing. They don't. The, the club doesn't want to no pay. One to hold they don't want to pay. Yeah. They don't want to lose money. You have an owner. Atletico, I'm, mark my words. Atletico Ottawa in the next 10 years is going to have the most championships. Why? Because Atletico Madrid doesn't give it. Rat's bum. A rat's bum about spending money. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They have a whole scouting department. They have a board of directors. They... You know why they had good players to put into put into this team for them? Because their scouting department says, you know what? For the next year, let's go scout Canadian players. Let's go scout some other players. Let's just throw a team together. Mm-hmm. I bet you from January all the way until they signed their very last player, they were scouting players to throw together. Just mm-hmm. throw them. Doesn't matter. Ah, he's okay. Let's throw him in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's basically like, the, you know, when you go to tryouts when, yeah. you're, when we're coaching and... And you, you have a group of players and you're like, yeah, you know what? I could probably use his speed. I could probably use his technical ability. And they just throw a team together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. FC Edmonton doesn't have that. They think, let's bring in uh, players from Edmonton. Guys that we worked with before. Guys we worked with before. Yeah. Let's, let's just use them in a pro environment. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. The only, I think, you might be right. Give Jeff one more year. But I think if you have a board of directors, you say... No more favoriting Edmonton. Mm-hmm. It's your best available not, players that you and us choose. Your best available players. Yeah. Not every player that comes out of Edmonton is Alfonso Davies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can have one or two from Edmonton, three or four, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. right? Um, you could look at the roster and say, yeah, there's a there's a lot of players that you can keep, and I'm, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the roster, who we should keep, and who who FC Edmonton should keep, and who they should so, get rid of. So as a gist, as a breakdown of kind of what we just went through. Uh, we're torn between Jeff keeping his job. If he does, we still think that the Fath group needs to either sell the, sell the team or bring in a board of directors. It doesn't have to be 10 people. It could be three to four people that have different roles. A scouting department it could be one or two guys that go out, look across the country, across North America, across Europe. You don't have to go to Europe to watch the guy. With technology, you can literally watch a video of the guy playing a no, game. No, absolutely not. You need scouts. I'm sorry. I just said that. He just oh, said that. Sorry. He said, just, just said we have a scouting department. We don't <laughs> have to send them. You don't have to send them to Europe. Okay. Adam's doing their 16,000 push-ups today. He's brain dead right now. Anyway, so, so, scouting, so you have scouting department, one or two guys. You have your president and essentially a COO, chief operating officer mm. who oversees the business. Not just that. For the scouting part of it, you don't actually have to hire your own scouts. Hey, you there can outsource are, it. Huh? Easily outsource it. Contact the other team. Not Who's even your best player you want to get rid of? There are private scouting companies in Europe. That will do it for you. That will do it for you. Or even... You uh, might have to pay a little bit of money, but it's better Management than companies. Huh? Even a management company. Management companies. Talk to agencies. Yeah, agencies, exactly. everything. Management There's so companies. much agencies. Have, yeah. Who do you have that wants to come to Canada that, you know, give them, send me a 20-minute video of his best highlights. Something like yeah. that. It's easy. 
It's easy. Think of how many players would send. You probably have thirty thousand videos tomorrow. Yeah. If you ask for that, mm-hmm. you're only honestly telling me all you can get is Edmonton players. I'm and not saying Tomi, they're bad. All we can get is Tommy Amiobi. Yeah. Hey, well, he was he no, what? In then NASL, he was good. Okay. He's getting yeah, a bit that's, older. That's the issue. Ago. We're we're yeah, taking guys. Older. We're taking guys that were good six years ago, and we're putting them as our captain now. He's not. He's not on the level he was anymore. He cannot be on the roster. Okay. So and we're, we're going to get into we that. We can right talk now. about. We can get absolutely. Into that. So we think. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk. So the ownership group needs to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Jeff Paulus, it's about a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can stay maybe for one more year. But it cannot be as it is right now. He cannot be doing all the roles he is. He is not going to No, succeed. he can't do all he the won't. roles. And he that's the succeed. thing. The ownership has to change their direction. They yeah. need to fix the club. They yeah. need to fix the club. And when yeah. you fix a club, you're going to start winning games. When you're winning games, then you'll get bums in the seats. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. They're like, oh, we're losing money every year because we're not getting attendance. Well, you haven't had a winning season. Mm-hmm. You think you're the Edmonton Oilers? You can just go and just play a season and well, sell Look at the Calvary. Stadium? Calvary sold out pretty much every game yeah. last year. Well, not every game, but towards the end of the season. But they, they had a lot of fans. People. We, yeah, if I guarantee if we were in the finals, we wouldn't have that many fans. Why? Because oh. nobody knows who we are because they don't care exactly. anymore. Right? It's been so many years people have been watching and seeing unsuccessful seasons. They just don't care okay. anymore. Let's get into the roster. Yep. Uh, we'll start with goalkeepers. You got Connor James and Dylan Pauly. Um, FC Edmonton, if you're looking for a third goalkeeper, um, don't I, have take a, Adam. I have a pen in my pocket ready to go. Um, he'll sign a contract like 200 bucks honestly he'll you, help you sign something. under the cap under the cap you pay my car insurance and my phone bill and I got you I'll give come him, to training give every him a day. couple groceries a month you're good you're gonna be like the backup goalie in hockey they, they just put a net and the guy just slap shots at him all day just PKs <laughs> yeah. all he does is PKs <laughs> get our confidence up boys yeah. Connor James and Dylan Pauly do both of them stay do one of them go what's the situation here I think both stay no reason for either of them to go. They're both amazing goalies. Um, and they're both on one-year contracts, so it's up to management if they want to re-sign them. And they're both the same age. They're both still young. Exactly. Yeah, I don't mind them both staying. Both of them staying? Because yeah, the thing that. is, I don't I don't think you can go out there and find better for cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And if you want to keep that local talent, yeah. I think these are players that you keep. Yeah, for that, that exact reason. Number. For that exact reason. Because yeah. if you yeah. go, f- for example, get an international player, now you're using an international spot for a guy that may be not that much better. And you don't want to be paying a goalie that much money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Okay. Defend- so goalkeepers, we'd keep both stay. Yeah. So defenders. I'm going to list them off here. Um, Amir Didic. Stay. You, it's not a question he stays. Not I think he's your captain next he, year. I, I, yeah, I would have. I, I would have. He's your captain. Inaugural, I yeah. would have. But the issue is they couldn't this year or the year before mm-hmm. because... Um, he had the tryout with Vancouver Whitecaps. They, mm-hmm. It was he doesn't you don't why are you, but why are you holding that against him? He's going to, he's going to somewhere. You would better. want your players that's to the go there and get point, ex- yeah. get recognition, that's the whole get experience. Point of this league, though, no, yeah. Yeah. as yeah. of right now it is no, but that's why I wouldn't give him the captaincy. You might want to have a captain that stays here longer. That's how, that's I think their train of no. thought might have been as soon. But even we're talking about the Forge players, Elijah Adekubi with Cavs. If I got a chance and I was their coach, I would say absolutely go to the MLS. Absolutely well, go yeah, to Europe. Kyle Beckard, yeah, I understand. Absolutely, that. yeah, I understand. Amir Didich is the same way. He knows he's one of the best defenders in the league. He's getting recognition well, from Team Canada. An off season. I know he's, he's injured, in injuries. Yeah. yeah, he's getting recognition from Team Canada, and I guarantee you, John Herdman is telling him, "Don't stay in the CPL. You should be probably going up to MLS if you want to be a starter on this team." Yeah. Or even on the national, or even or on the national team, yeah. they only have twenty three spots to choose from, and yes, the center back position for Team Canada is weak, but you have a lot of competition there with guys that are playing overseas. So, yeah. anyways, I think uh, Amir Didic is definitely stay. a stay. Definitely, you have to resign unless him. you go somewhere better than exactly. Let him go. Have yeah. fun. So, yeah, uh, Jeanette Asua, go. I think. I think he should go. I mean, 
He's not the worst player on the team. But you think he, he you think he's just absolutely going down struggled yeah. defensively this year, and that's well, that he's good going forward. He is but, good going yeah. forward. That's about it. I, I would keep him, but I would change formation because I think he could actually be one of the better fullbacks of the year. He did get oh he he got starting eleven last year. Yeah, he absolutely. Got top eleven of the league last year. But he got bullied defensively this year. Yeah, he got bullied defensively. Remember that game they're talking about? Nineteen giveaways in one game. The whole team did. I understand that, but nineteen giveaways as a defender when you're probably only getting thirty touches a game is very bad. But the thing is, he's young. Um, it's tough. But you're using an international spot on him as well yeah, as a fullback. Yeah, for as a fullback. fullback. I think your international spot should be your best players. Absolutely. That are going to get you goals, assists, things like that, not on a fullback. So it's a 50 50. Uh, Duran Lee. Where'd he come from? Halifax. Halifax? Yeah. Yeah. Duran. Well, he did, the thing is, he didn't get a chance this year. He played, he played one game, 60 minutes, got subbed off. The next game, got injured right away. So. I as a reserve player, I'd honestly keep him, because nobody really knows who he is. He got seven games. He played. Yeah, I don't know. I don't minutes. know much about him. I don't. I, to tell you the truth, I don't know much about him. I know him personally. That's why I'm saying. All I know is that he uh, he lost to Edim in FIFA. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like players like that, that Jeff didn't give many minutes. You can't really. You can't really yeah, judge. So yeah, yeah, if he if he wants to come back on like a reserve he's role, he's a big guy. That's the thing. As it as a, as a fullback, he's over six feet tall. You know, that size is hard to find. So keep Okay. Keep this em. one's tough. Keep them. This one's tough. Kareem Moses. Kareem Moses. You know, he's he's so important to the club history. Yeah, he's but, been here for a while. But I think he's I think you gotta let him go. I think he's a fan favorite here. But the thing is, in his mentality, he should be a starter. But for the club right now, he cannot be a starter. But what position? Center back. As a center back? He doesn't get in on fullback. Well, that's but I think he's a fullback. He is a fullback. He's a left. That's back. what I'm saying. He's a fullback, but he doesn't start there, so that means you got to get rid of him. Yeah, if if you bring him as a fullback, his natural position is fullback, and you're playing him as center back where he's getting exposed. What's the use for him? Yeah. I don't think it's his fault. I think it's management's fault. But at that reason, you got to let him go. Yeah, I agree. But I honestly, I wouldn't mind if they brought him back. He is. He's, he is a fan favorite. He's that's a nice the guy. Thing. But uh, he, but it's a business. He also it's a takes business. an international spot. Yep. It's a Another business. international spot. Yep. Um, if you actually look at the international, you get two international spots on your defenders. You look at the other teams around the league; they all have all all Canadians. Canadians. Maybe one international, maybe yeah. one, and it's probably um, the best defender. Mele Temguya. He's also. Peace. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's a Canadian. Yeah, yeah, and he's a center back. Yeah, like a natural center back. Mm-hmm. He's also six foot two. Yeah, not Honestly, six feet, but I also think he's not good thi- enough. And he's five years younger. That's the thing. I honestly, grow, but I think if you if we had like a reserve league for him, perfect. Well, Give him that chance. I don't think he's good enough to be a starter right now. That's the thing. I think they keep him right now, but they can easily find better and ship them in. I think he could be pushed onto a, a reserve role as an extra defender, and he'd be perfect. Well, off that's the bench. what If we need that extra guy, if an injury, right if injury occurs, if we're playing a lot of games in a week. Two, two or three games in a week or, or in two weeks even, yep. you bring him on. He's going to play full 90. He'll do well. Well, that's, that's But what we need guys that are going to push the team over the edge and yeah. we're conceding way too many goals. He was a consistent starter and that's why I don't think he's good well, He was enough. a starter with Moses because Amir Didic got injured. I but. understand that. But regardless, it's also, it's also you got to hold individuals accountable, not mm-hmm. just the whole back line. And the last one for defenders, which he didn't even play in the back, but he should have, Alan Zebi. I think he needs to stay. Mm-hmm. I think they need to use him in his proper role. Mm-hmm. Contention for captaincy. 
Potentially, he's been I around. He's been around a while, but I still think he's a quiet guy. Yeah, you can be a quiet captain. There's nothing wrong with being a no, quiet captain. No, but that's the thing. I even said this from the start. Alan Zebi is should be the starting left back. He's a defender, mm-hmm. and the coach decided to put his attacking mid where he got about three touches a game. Yep. So he forgot a defender though. He's done, girl. <laughs> I think you keep Alan as a left back. I don't think there's much other talent out there better than him at a left back position. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to play him there, absolutely. If you're going to put him attacking mid, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you going to take minutes away from Hansen or Alleyman? I think it's not going to happen. So so we're going to move into the midfields. I'm looking at the midfields that are under, let's say, under 21. Mm-hmm. I say you keep all of them. So you got Anthony Caceres, Chance Carter, Tariq Mohamed. Um, those three for sure, you keep them. Tariq Mohamed like played Tariq. fullback. I don't like Tariq Mohamed, to be honest with you. But he played, played fullback. Back. He was also on loan from TFC too. I think he goes back anyways. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. He is on loan. So yeah, so say he goes back, but you got Chance Carter and Anthony Casteras. I'd keep them both just because they're young. As reserves, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so let's move into other players. You got and Sam, because they're the Edmonton Gardner. guys too, right? You want to have the young Edmonton guys, yeah. but you know they're not going to be the difference makers yet, so that's why I think they're okay for now. Sam Gardner only played two games, 81 minutes total. He had one yellow card. Again, he's the young guy. He's a reserve. But that's the thing. We have... We're starting to fill up that reserve bench, though. We're, that's what everybody's pretty much been a reserve so far. <laughs> he played NCAA like Div 1. Is getting real big. He played NCAA Div 1. He recorded one goal and two assists, appearing in 21 games. That's the most he's ever done. Um, as, a, as a midfielder or as a defender? As a midfielder. Because he was playing he's center playing, back yeah. when he came in. Yeah. But he also played 81 minutes, so not even a full game. Six, well, it's because he's six foot four. Yeah. And he's a 97. Classic. Why is he even classed as a he's midfield? A 97. If he's dead. six foot four, Jeff should be training him to be the starting center back right now. Or goalie. Rob Gale, I bet's calling the phone for him. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Jeff is like, "Can we get you net? You're really tall." Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, you can't even really rate the youngsters because what did you watch? 30 minutes of them all season. Yeah, they didn't get in. I think Anthony Caceres was the best out of them. Maybe no, Marcus, Marcus Vlado. I think Marcus. Is uh, Marcus Vlado was, I think. Absolutely should be on the on the team. There's not a question. I'm so, saying out of the other youngsters yeah. that we don't know much about, I think Caceres really made a difference when he did come on the field. Uh, a couple bad giveaways. Um, one led to a really bad goal uh, on a pass back giveaway. Um, but again, that happens when you're younger, right? Marcus Vlado, I think, has shown that he uh, we'll should get be into a the starter. Players. Let's finish the midfielder. Yeah. Okay. Adam Martazzi. He's a starter. Starter. If he's yeah, fit, well, is he, he was, ever going to be fit, though? Injured. Yo, Adam, man, get fit. Adam, what are you Seriously, doing? Man, get honestly. fit. He was injured, I'll give you the armband myself. I think that was a big loss in the Island Games. He would have changed loss. everything. Yeah. Transition game. Talking talking um, to FC players, he was. they were very upset mean, when he was injured. What do you mean, talking to FC Look at what we played with him. Mm-hmm. The, guy, the guy's... Oh, he's no, I'm saying the morale in the team at Lone. When he got injured and they had to go to the Island, they were they were pretty upset because they knew he was their midfield. He was the midfield. He wouldn't be upset, too? Obviously. The guy, yeah, you gotta still be pumped up. He's such a good transition player. Everything. It sucks to see oh. that he's a Liverpool fan, though. Yeah, well, yeah, I know what you're doing there. Anyways, Adam, good for you, buddy. You're gonna be the starter. I would keep you too. Don't worry. Tell Jeff to, uh, you know, keep you healthy, buddy. In the words of Claude from AFTV, it's time to go. Jeff. <laughs> All right, uh, what's up next? Yeah, keep him. Um, we got three import players. Um, we'll start off with. Young chance on. He's gotta go. Gotta go, man. Gone. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't keep him either. Not even nice a question. Guy. He's a nice guy. Met him a couple I times. I trained is. with him at Commonwealth. He looks like a great he's guy a, on TV. He's a great player. But he's gotta um, go. He's gotta go. He's, I don't care how long his throws he's are, guy. he's gotta go. 
Well, and he's a good crosser, but he's not a difference maker. He's not a difference maker. We need a difference maker. International spot. International spot. You got to be a difference maker. He's a nice guy, though. But look at Atletico. Auto has Javier Acuna international spot. Do you guys watch the Tottenham the? The, the what's it called? I haven't watched the Amazon it. thing. No, no, I haven't well, watched what it. What Mourinho says about nice guys, he's like, we're a team of full of nice guys. We need to be a bunch <laughs> of, and that's what FC is, just nice guys. Like, oh, how we, oh he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a nice guy. guy. He's a nice guy. But he shouldn't be wearing number seven. I'll tell you that. Well, we should. Yeah. Why is he wearing number seven? Does he have one goal in like three years? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's um, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> that surges. Uh, Ramon cliche. Soria. <laughs> I keep him as a defensive mid. He's yeah, the best passer in the league. Mid. Although he's getting kind of old, but holding mid. And he's still the best passer in the league. But yeah. they put him as a center back this year. Waste. I would keep Waste. him for one more year. Yeah, absolutely. I would keep him for one more year. One more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Eric Zetterberg. He's a 97. He's young. Um, we didn't really get to see much of him. How are, you, how are you supposed to see much of him when your transition your transition game is uh, abysmal? At best, don't I have would it. say reserve player. I wouldn't put him as a starting player. You don't think he's good enough to be a starter? I think he's still too young. Well, not me. He's 20, what, 23? The thing is, he looks like a nice guy, though. He's a nice guy, though. He's from Sweden. He looks like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, if you're Swedish, you got He's my nice neighbor. Guy. Hey, Eric Zetterberg is a nice guy, too. Oh, well. well hey, so you think he go? I think I, it's, I think he's up in the air kind I of guy. I would keep him for sure. I don't know where he would go, but I would keep him. Um, now we're going to get into the attacking players. Um, the obvious ones you would be keeping as Marcus Vallado, uh How do you say the second part? Sagai. Sagai. Is that how you say it? Sagai. He's Sagai. That's your nickname. Use it. Trademark it. David Doe, Prince. um, David Doe, Prince Amanda, and Marcus Vallado, Sagai. Keep, keep, keep. You keep all three of them. Absolutely. I thought thought Prince should have been a starter later on in the year. Um, Even though I said Amakura, I'm sorry. I know your last name is Amanda. Um, you played on he's gonna be yeah, mad. This is hilarious. <laughs> so for for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Maddie and I actually played with Prince's older <laughs> brother at Concordia uh, Concordia University of Edmonton and uh and and he still gets the name wrong. I, I don't You know the first time you said that I was like, I don't know who that is, but I'm just gonna roll with it because it might be a guy I don't sounds know. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds like it could be a player, right? Yeah. And you gotta change your name. I'm a cool sounds sick. I'm a cool Um yeah, I think I think Velado is a lock. Um Prince Amanda oh, stays crazy. on the team. It's a shame you can't get to celebrate it because you're losing. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like six one. What am I gonna do? Right. Uh, David Doe comes, he stays on the team as a reserve. I hope he gets more minutes next year. Because he's, he's actually he's, he's, I think he struggled this season. He didn't give him a chance. We need uh, a three he minutes. also struggled this season. Okay, regardless. So you give him a full season with more than like off. five games? He looked off. He looked okay. Off. I still keep him as your backup. Maybe confidence is down. Maybe something's going because on. Because I keep him as your backup because getting into striker, Tomiyami always out. Eastern Giro is your starter. David Dole is your backup. Next. So you would get rid of Tomiyami always? Absolutely. It's time to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they have him get here out. as a Canadian. Who? Tomiyami. I thought he. On the roster. He's probably half. He's like half and half. No. National. What do you mean, half and you half? You can't be half. My and dude half. was born in Newcastle. His brother plays for Newcastle. That's, well, I don't know. Maybe he has, like, I mean, no, like, he, like, he, like he said he's Canadian. Like dual citizenship or, like, passports. Or, or maybe he got his. Let's take a look. Like, PR? Because he's been here forever. Um. I think we're the anyways, it doesn't matter. Even if he's a Canadian long. born in Edmonton, Alberta, I'm still letting him go. He's got to go. I'm sorry. I don't, he doesn't could be matter. living at Jeff's house. Oh, he he received his Canadian permanent residency in 2019. There you go. He's working on his law degree. Yeah, he's trying really hard. Awesome. To go here. back to school, my brother. It's Have good luck. Time to go. <laughs> I love so that. Amiobi out. Yeah. Hashtag out. No hashtag. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Hanson Abulakai. You keep him. You keep him. Yeah, starting. Would you? 
Imagine him and Adam. Oh my he's goodness. He's a nice guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he's you. a good no, player. I think, I think he's a, he's good, a good player. player I think yeah. if you could play with uh, Surya holding and then him Hansen and Adam. and Adam attacking. Oh my goodness. They can just drive at the back at the back four of the midfield. I think it's a game changer. You have Adam and Hansen dribbling everybody with Surya's passing. Oh my goodness. So you're saying Adam, Surya, and Hansen as your midfield? Yeah, just the mid, the think midfield about three, how good that diamond. would be. Jeff, man, take notes. Please, Take I'll give you your starting eleven right, right now. now. We'll do it for you. Um, I'll do your scouting. It doesn't matter, man. I'll get you the best. Kevin Alleman. I think he, I I don't like him. I don't like his attitude. That's the I think issue. He's too arrogant. Yeah. It's like oh, I'm. There was a one time I don't know who they were playing. He played but for the national team. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Oh, well, what his guys for national Could have played it outside. He could have played it, and then he told our like the guy he put his like finger to his mouth, like shut up, basically. Like come on, man. That was Caceres. I remember that play. Yeah. He had Caceres wide open. But wide open. Yeah. He played for Sacramento Republic FC I don't though. Care where he could have played. For Honestly, just Bayern from what he brings Munich. to the team. But the thing is, you want for the cliche saying you want nice guys. You can't have a guy in that locker room like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that has the because obviously everybody has an attitude, everybody has an ego. But a guy that's gonna do that in the field and actually pass up on a guy that's wide open stuff like that multiple times. But he has four caps with the national team. <laughs> Marcus Haber is like fifty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? There you go. I think I actually think you let him go. I, I, I actually think I, I think he's a good player, but I let him go. Opinion. He could be Canadian, but he's, I, I wouldn't. But the thing is, he he plays in the midfield role. He doesn't start over the three we just mentioned. Yeah. Um, and you want to be bringing in new wingers for next year, and I don't think they're going to be. He's going to be better than them. Did would, he, did he score in any of the games? He scored. He scored the, oh, he scored the one. Hansen gave it to him. Yeah, I I wouldn't keep him. Yeah. I wouldn't keep. Him. But also there was talk that it was a um, last second, last minute signing because they needed to fill the roster for players because Raul Tito, the Peru player, they signed. Mm-hmm. Um, Couldn't make it up. Peru was he's from Peru. No? It's Peru, Puerto Rico. Something some like some Caribbean country. He's supposed to be on the and squad. He was make supposed to come, but because of COVID, he didn't come. Yeah. So they signed Kevin last second, whatever minute. Um, last last minute signing he's starts like every day. He's like the Andy Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> last just need you. Yeah. Fill this last, spot. Yeah. <laughs> but not least, the Italian stallion, Easton oh. Ungario. Six foot six. He's the second I think you signed him to at least $500,000 a year. Jordan. Did you just say? Oh, I thought you said you cut him. No, I said he's the second best on Garo. You're saying you're saying yeah. he's the best on Garo after Jordan. I think you I should. Think I think you should sign his sick. his I mean, cousin he's Jordan. Old now, but I mean, I'm when he was that. younger, you're saying he was sick. Yeah, Jordan can finish anything. It's crazy, but I mean, I keep Easton too. Absolutely. You're such a you're leaving, <laughs> and you just leave Josh out of this. You're like, <laughs> you're the like best Josh. Thing is I played ah. indoor with Josh. Josh, it's okay, man. You're good too. <laughs> you're yeah. Like, ah. Mm, no. You keep Easton absolutely. You sign him to like a six-year contract. Six years? No, I'm just kidding. I'll make you give him another manager. year and then you let him go to MLS or Europe. I would sign him for two so? years and I would try and ship him out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, That's try, what I'm saying. Sign him for as many years there. as you can so you can transfer him. Every every single player that is under, what is it, a 97 maybe? Born in 97? 23. What is that, 23? 23 yeah. and under. You, you 23. You're trying to ship them out. Yeah. You're trying to ship them out. But you want to be the known as the team that developed them. You want to be the team that developed them. It's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go to greener pastures. So you what do we think? Leave. What do we think that FC needs for next year? What do they need to bring in? A new coach. Everything. Okay, player wise. Player wise? We already went through what they need Honestly, everywhere. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I would be evaluating I, as much as I like uh, um as much as I like Ramon Soria, Eric Zetterberg, let's say all their international. Those players. guys are dispensable, though. I, I could, if you can get better player than Soria, Not he's out. Yeah. I would, I would literally look at their international players, and I'd have one-on-one meetings with them and say, 
is it worth keeping them? Mm-hmm. Is it honestly worth keeping them? I can fill you with a better national player. You're going to have a one one meeting with the player and tell him that? Is no, it worth <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, look, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Look at this for a second. Look at this for a second. <laughs> Convince you me why we need you. Spain, Ramon Soria. Is yeah. Acuna better than him? Who? Is Acuna better Absolutely. than him? Yeah. yeah, he's from Mexico. Yeah. You can just go to Mexico and get a player. You can fill a whole squad that's going to be the best. I don't want to be rude. Ramon Soria is a very good player, but there are a lot of good players playing football in the world. You can go anywhere you want and you can find an international player better than him for the same amount of money. But cap. Huh? But cap. Yeah, cap. That's the issue. No, no Mexican player is going to come play for $50,000 no, the when they're making more there. No, because these, you think those guys are, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. First Lima, things first. Liga MX is way bigger than the First CPL. things first. Half of it's corrupt. They probably first. make a million dollars on the side. Just wait. Yeah. First things first. The FATH groups or the FATH group needs to stop being so cheap. And get some bonuses. You got some players. Handle the money. You got players talking about players from cavalry mm-hmm. talking about um, free groceries, free groceries, car insurance, car insurance, they cell phone, bill. cell phone bills. Yeah, I don't know if I'm 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 not a hundred percent sure. You if guys you know, close to or what? That. But the only thing I know is um, what was his name from last year? They don't have bonuses. What was their name? You got to get a point bonus going, man. Yeah, you, you got to give some. You got to give some motive. Point. You know, hundred bucks a point. Not even that, a goal, or whatever assist. Goals, assist. You win a game, you get that. everybody gets a hundred bucks, or like every player is different. Yeah. Or a signing bonus. You gotta, you gotta, you know. Like, you got, there's, there's gotta be some motivation. That's the thing, because the guy's like, oh, I scored, what do I get out of it? Nothing. But if you score five goals, you get an extra, you know, five, ten grand. You're gonna be that guy's gonna score five goals. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. Omar Duke. Omar Duke. Yeah. That's yeah, the name I was yeah. looking for. Omar Duke. He said that they paid for his housing. He is no longer with the club, so I'll talk about him. Mm-hmm. They said he paid for his housing. The FC Edmonton did? FC Edmonton. Okay. So that's that's confirmed. They mm-hmm. paid for his housing. That's confirmed. A rent, probably. Whatever the case is. He's they paid for his rent, yeah, his apartment, whatever the case is. So maybe they do pay for the apartment, the rent, the living expenses, but we don't know if they pay for every little minuscule thing. So if they do pay for every single little minuscule thing, that includes that would be potentially then a bonus. your salary of say fifty or sixty thousand. That's very decent good. enough very because good. you're not worrying about your thirty or forty thousand well, dollars in Europe. Yeah. So like, there's a point bonus. There's a system in place where it's I don't know five hundred euros a point. So you win a game that's an extra fifteen hundred. So there's motivation there. As yeah. a player, they tell you if you score ten goals, this is your bonus. How much you did you 15, make in bonuses? I'm not gonna tell you. You score fifteen. <laughs> Limited. <laughs> Limited. You score fifteen. This is what you get. So there's as a Forward, did they give you a bonus for defending Schweinsteiger? Shut up. Hey man, dude, this guy scores <laughs> you. You pay us. <laughs> did they give you a bonus? They for don't defending? give you bonuses for defending people. Why? You defend it, sh- but that's not how it works. It's cool. So goals, goals assists, clean ah, sheets. All these I had to get things. that on here. I had to. It doesn't matter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but it's about motivation, wow. right? Because yes. that's what it takes. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, Omar Duke should have been kept on this team. I don't know. Yeah. There might have been a contract dispute. He might have wanted more money. He was a good guy. But, uh, oh, he was awesome. <laughs> the guy was awesome. <laughs> we used to see him every weekend, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But those are the kind of guys you can find easily. What about uh, like Ajay? Ajay Capra. They lost him from last year. Yeah, he left. He went to Atletico. Guess where he went? Let it go. I let it go. Started every game. Started Bruno Zebi. Where did Bruno Zebi go? Interesting. He wasn't good enough for FC. Come on. Yeah, interesting. So he's a great reserve player, though. Here's here's this. Here's what we're gonna bring up. Last point. 
They kept the exact same defenders as last year. Mm-hmm. What? How well were they defensively last year? Not that well. I'm, Amir made a huge difference. They weren't that good. They, but Amir still made a huge difference. Yeah, of course he did. But they weren't that good. No. So, it's time to go. Get your own thing. Don't that's my thing. Well, yeah, you can't hear your trademark. That it's, it's like sixty bucks. You go. Want. That's, that's a fact. A fact. <laughs> so I think I think I think their midfield would be set. They got some decent midfields. Maybe bringing in a guy to replace Soria or Zetterberg. I think yeah. they just need wingers. Um, that's what I was just going to say. Wingers, for sure. That can bring pace and ability to get the ball to Easton because he's your clear-cut striker. And you're going to need a center back. Potentially two fullbacks. You know, that's it. That's all you need really. You know, you got reserves. You got a whole bench already Yeah, we got with your current players. So. so Tony Chichani left. Are we going to go through last year's Oh, Omar Duke. Yeah, I'm looking through all of them. Oh, Radendi and Winnie Bonsu. I forgot about him. Yeah. Fantastic. Out. Out. Um, yeah, they uh, they did terrible. So, anyways. It's time for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to our podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. Follow us on social media at On The Pitch 9. Um, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, um, YouTube, YouTube. Every, we're going to be on, on the pitch every podcast. on the pitch podcast. Media we outlet are in the going world. to be going transferring. The reason why there's no video, we are transferring to iTunes and Spotify soon. But we also are on uh, SoundCloud, so take a look at us on SoundCloud at On the Pitch Podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks for all listening, and uh, have a good weekend. Thank you.